in the world. I am your host, Donato Russo. I hope you enjoy the show today. If this is your first time here and you enjoy the show, please like, share, comment, and subscribe. If the podcast app you're listening on allows you to rate the show, please leave a four-star or five-star rating. Any rating is greatly appreciated. This is episode 91. You're nine away from the big 100. It's an exciting time for this podcast. I'm so glad you joined with me again another week in the building of the journey of this podcast. I I believe I got a great show planned today, so let's not waste any time. Let's get into this. journey updates well we had a good week this week we are down one pound for the month of may we are down a total of 5.4 pounds total since january 2019 is 147 pounds total pounds remaining to get to milestone 150 is three pounds Total pounds remaining to get to milestone 175 is 28 pounds. And the total pounds remaining to get to milestone 200 is 53 pounds. This journey is going way better than I ever expected. We are now on the doorstep to the 150-pound charm. And at least this time, I'll be taking it legitimately. Last time, I got to within two pounds, but I was not feeling well. I was not able to eat like I normally ate. So as soon as I started feeling better again, I started eating, and I gained the. I went back to whatever the normal weight was at that time. So basically, I whatever time weight I was before I got sick, I went right back up to that. And so here we are now. Three pounds away, and the milestone of 150 pounds is definitely feeling extremely real at this point. We are approaching it slowly, but we are approaching it, and it feels really good. Technically, we are not at the end of the 12th week for the diabetic experiment. So these results that I'm about to give you are not totally complete they're close enough it you know it just felt weird i weigh in on saturdays i record on the monday or tuesday after weigh in so it just is a weird situation with recording versus getting you the full results next episode we'll definitely have the finalized results of this entire 12-week journey but just to 
give a quick review. As you guys know, if you've been following me for a while, if you're new here, I have hypoglycemia, which is kind of like diabetes, but it's the opposite. With diabetes, your body doesn't produce enough insulin when you eat sugar. And with hypoglycemia, your body produces too much insulin when you eat sugar. And it causes you to drop below normal levels of sugar in your blood. Causing all kinds of embarrassing moments. But in the 12 weeks on this experiment, zero sugar crashes. None whatsoever. So in my mind, it is worth this benefit alone to be on the diabetic plan. It has definitely tamed the sugar intake in any every way, shape, and form. Because anything with the remote possibility of having sugar in it is higher in points, that's for sure. So zero sugar crashes was a huge benefit. I don't know, I can't really say I expected or I didn't expect. It was just a benefit, for sure. Because to me, the sugar crashes at that point, I had adapted to believing that this was just a part of my life now, that if I ate something that was extremely sweet, if I didn't eat something again in the next two hours, I was going to have a sugar crash. So that was a huge benefit. Now, we started this diabetic experiment on February 26th. On May 14th, which was my most recent weigh-in, I had lost a total of 10.2 pounds in the 12 weeks I have been on the diabetic plan. So I would definitely say, if you're willing to adapt your lifestyle to what it would take to be within your points on the diabetic plan for Weight Watchers, then you should give it a shot and see how you feel. If you feel like it's sustainable, like I feel like it's sustainable, it's something you may want to consider. It is something I will stay on until I feel like... I had said in the previous episode that I was going to switch for the holiday season, but I may just try part of the holiday season. I could always I could switch at any given moment, right? So I'm assuming that I'm going to need the extra help come the holiday season. I, I'm going to see... My what my tracker looks like, just the way I started this experiment. I started this experiment eating exactly the way I did before the experiment began. I did not adapt myself the first week. So we're going to approach the holidays, even though we had this theory that we would need the extra help, we're going to prove to ourselves whether or not we need the extra help. If it goes catastrophically wrong in the first week of November... Or even the second week of November, if it goes catastrophically wrong points-wise, I will then make the switch, do redo the survey, and go back to the way things were before I triggered the diabetic plan. This whole thing was definitely a success. And that's kind of what I want to talk to you about today. Think about it, your, your journey for a moment. What is one word... And I'm talking about your whole journey from beginning to current. What is one word that can describe your entire journey? Think about that for a minute. Now, 
I want you to answer one question. Is this word a positive word or is this word a negative word? See, I ask this because your perception of yourself for your entire journey is the backbone of the entire journey. And if you're listening to me right now and the word that you use to describe your entire journey is based in negativity, this message, this podcast, this episode is for you. I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Hello, I'm Donato Russo, and I am the Ranting Weight Watcher. I wrote an affirmation. It's called the Ranter's Creed. I dedicate that affirmation to all of you who are watching. Nothing can stand in your way because you are an unstoppable force. Your challenges crumble in your presence because you are so strong. Your insecurities no longer have power over your life because you are so confident. Your mistakes are your choices and you are okay with this because you are so intelligent. The mirror and the scale no longer haunt you because you are so beautiful. You can face any circumstance with unwavering support because you are so loved. The demons of your past can no longer torment you because you love yourself. All things are possible as long as you believe because God is on your side. You will achieve all of your goals, not if, but when, because you have no boundaries. You are the champion of your story because you do whatever it takes to win. No one can take what you've done away from you because you are the author and the hero of your story. Arise, champion. The victory is yours. Because you are enough.
we are back. Thanks for sticking with me. You know, there is this belief that if you think negatively about situations, that you will achieve negative results. If you think positively, you will achieve positive results. So what happens when you yourself is the subject matter? If something about you is the subject matter and you think negatively about it, how can it affect your entire life? Because I just tell I just told you if you think positively about a situation, you'll have positive re- results. If you think negatively, you'll have negative results. I'm just talking about situations there. But when I make you the situation, when I make me the situation, this is a very broad outlook. It is not, okay, um, the roof caved in. What do we do now? It is not the basement flooded. What do we do now? That's, those are circumstances that if you think positively or negatively about those circumstances, you would only achieve positive or negative results. I made you, your entire life, everything about you, the subject matter. I'm not just zeroing in right now on your journey. I'm not just zeroing in right now on any part of your life in, indirectly. I'm just saying you are the subject matter. That means all-encompassing, everything about you. If you think negatively in regards to everything about you, what can happen in this case? Is it possible that if you think you can't do anything right, that you never will do anything right? If you think nothing ever goes your way, will anything ever go your way? In any situation, never mind just health, any situation. I have spent the overwhelming majority of my life hating myself in one way, shape, or form. There were times in my life that things were so bad that I didn't really care if I lived or died anymore. I was caught up in a level of depression that put me so low. I just didn't care. I wasn't worth it. I didn't deserve these things. I did nothing to deserve these things, so why would I deserve them? I was so incredibly disgusted with the person I had become. And then I made it even worse. At 460, I decided to get gastric bypass surgery. And I get a taste of what I thought success was. In one year, I go from 460 pounds to 277 pounds but I changed nothing about my life. I've said this to you before. 
And so because I changed no behaviors, because I put in zero work, I just rode out a wave that I found called gastric bypass surgery until that wave reached the shore. And I was just on my stomach in the sand. And then I spent the next 15 years of my life going in the wrong direction. Denying that I was making poor choices. On the morning that I stepped on the scale 15 years later, and I was back above 400 pounds, I had a choice that day. You see, when I was 460 pounds, I thought I was at rock bottom. But I wasn't. I had to go to 277 and then get back to 400 in order to hit rock bottom. Because that morning when I stepped on that scale and I saw 403, I then hit rock bottom. And I knew in an instant, I had a choice in front of me. Go crazy, pout, scream, and cry about what I did to myself. Or time to get to work. I listened to so many motivational speakers. It's inc- I, I mean, I have lost count. I spend, I at least listen to one motivational speaker each day at some point in the day. Some days I spend hours listening to many motivational speakers. Not every day, but some days. There is this strategy that some of them have where in order to counteract negative thoughts, you have to fake it until you make it. That means believe in yourself even though, believe you've achieved things even though you haven't. This I tried. Because it seems easy. It seems easy to open your mouth and declare something. Let me ask you a question. If an apple tree doesn't produce a single apple in its entire life, is it an apple tree? In the same token, if we zoom this in now into our weight loss journey, if we don't produce results every time we try something, if we feel like we failed every instance, are we actually living a healthy lifestyle? If we failed every time? Somewhere along the line, I realized something. I would accomplish a task, a task related to my weight loss journey. If I succeeded at that task, my perception of myself started to change. So when I realized this, I set another task for myself. I gave myself something else to do. And then suddenly, I succeeded at that task 
and my perception changed again. My wife, and I'm sure many of you out there listening, is one of those people in the world that loves to check boxes. She will have a to-do list. And these are normal, everyday, household things. Nothing exciting, nothing to write to the world about. We're talking about do the laundry, get a couple of things at the grocery store, you know, stuff like that. A to-do list. I never see anyone so happy when all of the boxes get checked off. Now, there's something to that. Why? Why is there something to that? Because those boxes, making the check in those boxes is tangible. It's a measurable point of success. Laundry done. Check. Buy milk at the grocery store. Check. Take the mail to the post office. Check. Nothing exciting about those tasks. But the boxes get checked and there is a sense of accomplishment with even performing the simplest of tasks. The accomplishment comes because the task is complete. It is something you can measure. It is something you could say you did. It is something you could say you said you were going to do it and you did it. Now you're a success because of it. Tangible, measurable success. There's no need for fake it until you make it. If you can set tasks like this, and I call them tasks for a reason, because goals seem far off. They seem unachievable. And and on top of that, goals are often scale-related. The scale result is only one part, a small part of this entire journey. It's a small part of the work involved. It is only the result. And too many people focus only on the result. They take a few notes and say, okay, what's a few things I got to do? I got to eat better. I got to walk. I got to get my steps in, whatever it is. And you think if I do these things, I'll be successful. And that's true. If you do those things, you will be successful. But there's more involved. There is more to it. It is never, ever, ever that simple. It may seem simple because you found success simply doing those things. But you have only scratched the surface. And so many of us who are in a standstill are in that standstill because we are still doing just enough to scratch the surface. Creating tasks 
in this weight loss life that we want to call a healthy lifestyle. They don't, they're the same basically for everyone. The core of them is the same for everyone. There is a task of tracking. There's a task of weighing and measuring. There's a task of moving. There's a task of getting a good night's sleep. And above those four things I named, there's another task. That task is to do all four of those things consistently. The true success that you are looking for is in consistently doing the tasks necessary to achieve success in a weight loss journey. It is not in the scale result. This is why I don't want to talk about goals. This is why I want to talk about the tasks involved because so many people don't pay attention because there are so many of them out there that still don't think tracking is necessary. They think they can get away with not tracking. They think they can get away with not weighing and measuring. They think they can get away with not moving. You can do all of these things for a certain period of time. Then you reach the next level. And some of those things don't work anymore. And then you reach another level and less of those things work. And then you start staying still. And we all want to call that a plateau. In reality, most of us are still trying to do the same stuff we did on day one, on day 301. Thinking, well, if it worked on day one, it should work now. When I first started walking, with almost zero effort, my heart rate would reach 150. I went for almost a six-mile walk last week, last Sunday, this past Sunday. And my heart rate barely broke 100. Why is that? That's because I'm on a different level now than I was before. And what worked then no longer works now. And if I am ever going to get back to the peak heart rate zone, I must work harder. The same thing goes for everything. But knowing when you need to work harder can only come if you already are doing the minimum consistently. I talk about consistency more than I say to any. You guys are probably making a drinking game out of consistency because if I say that and you took a shot every time I said it, you would be nice and drunk and having a great time by the end of a podcast. Yet, it is necessary. Yet, it is the most important thing you will ever achieve in this life we call healthy. It is more important than anything you will achieve. Because creating consistency in every task related to a healthy weight loss lifestyle, it starts to do things for the rest of your life. It even branches out outside of healthy weight loss. 
When you do things in your life so incredibly consistent, your confidence is so incredibly high in what you do, that consistency will automatically show you where else in your life you are inconsistent. And if you really want to get to the next level, you will work on consistency in this part of your life as well. And creating consistency in every aspect of your life will benefit you greatly in everything you do. There is nothing wrong. There is no negative result coming from creating consistency except if the consistency is in eating poorly. So here's my challenge to you. There are tasks required in relation to a healthy lifestyle. And I challenge you to become consistent in those tasks. I don't, don't you dare do them all at once. I didn't do them all at once, but once I did it in one thing, I realized I need to do it in everything. Am I done? No. I'm still chasing consistency in many things. I want you to take a task. A task you know you should be doing. And create a commitment for that task. If that task is tracking. If you're not tracking at all. Then your task commitment would sound something like this. I will track three full days of a seven-day week. I will do this for four weeks. I will make no changes in what I do until the four weeks are over. It does not matter which three days of the seven-day week I track. I am not a failure because I don't do the exact same three days every week. As long as I do three days within the seven-day week, it is a successful week. I commit to myself that I will do this for four weeks because I understand whatever you're trying to do has to be worth more than the struggle it will take to achieve it. In other words, your life has to be worth more than the struggle it will take to achieve a healthy relationship with food. You know, in the movie The Karate Kid, the man, Mr. Miyagi, sees a young man getting bullied by his classmates. And he goes up to that young man and he says, do you want to learn karate? And the kid right away, yes, yes, I want to learn, I want to learn. He goes, no, 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 wait, wait, hold on. If you do this, this is the deal. You either do it my way 
or you don't do it. Because if it's anything in the middle, we're both wasting our time. You're not going to learn anything. So if you're doing this, you're doing it my way, no questions asked, or you're doing it no way. The choice is yours. And so right away he says, yes, yes, I want to do it. And then the tasks began. He was told to wash the cars, to wax the cars, to paint the fence, sand the floor, paint the house. He was so sick and tired of doing these menial tasks that he decided he was going to quit. And Mr. Miyagi stopped him and said, wait a minute, wait a minute. Before you quit, show me wax on, wax off. Show me paint the fence. Show me sand the floor. Show me paint the house. And as he was showing him all these things, he quickly realized he wasn't just doing menial tasks for no reason. He wasn't, he didn't become Mr. Miyagi's slave. He was doing these things to learn karate. And this moment that Mr. Miyagi created helped him to change the perception of what he believed was the proper way to learn karate. And so now, I say this to you. When we ask you, are you tracking? Are you weighing and measuring? Are you moving? It's not because we want to lord over your life. It's not because we want to boss you around. It's because we know these are the tasks that were set forth for us to become consistent in in order to achieve what we really want. A healthy lifestyle. You're so busy doing things your way and paying attention to the result and you never paid attention to the way things should be done. You looked at it and said, no, that's not the way for me works. But what we really need to do is for the first time in your life, we need to create that to-do list that I spoke of. And that to-do list has to consist of everything you're not doing consistently. And one at a time. We have to work on each one. And we have to make them consistent. And you have to do those things without thinking. They have to become part of your everyday life. The same as you brush your teeth. The same as you comb your hair or go to the bathroom. Has to be these tasks. And every time you make one of these tasks consistent you will notice that your perception of this journey, your perception of your health, your perception of you as a man, of you as a woman is changing step by step by step. And you're not going to even recognize the man or woman you're becoming. You're going to say, who is this person? This is the person you were always supposed to become. The one you've been putting off all this time. So now, 
Get going. Make that to-do list. Make the all of the things you're not doing now become consistent in every single one of those things so that you can start changing the perception of how you see yourself, how you see your health, and how you see your success in this journey. I love each and every one of you. God bless you all.